Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, What's up, dudes? I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Ooh, and isn't it today? Isn't it? it? Isn't it? It surely <laughs> is. I think it is. I uh, do declare. <laughs> oh my, there's a lot of fuckery happening on this episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need to fan myself. I have the fake. I don't know why we're still going on like this. <laughs> oh God, no, it is really bad. I just think it's going to be very fun because the person we're talking about is dead so we could shit all over them. Oh and man, the biggest piece of shit yeah. you've never heard of. Yep, love it. Oh, Ugh. Wow. Um, I, I have some aggression to let loose, I think. Yeah. Oh, this, I can't wait. This garbage person. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, let's just, let's ease into it a little bit. Um, yeah. How are you? How's everybody? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's the what's the latest and greatest, guys? Mm. Oh, yeah. I just want to know. I want to know how everyone's summer is going. I want to know how many hot dogs every person has consumed thus far. Mm. Um, I want to know if people are getting enough time off work to enjoy the summer because now that we're adults yeah, and like, you know, you kind of like lost what summer was. Uh, yeah. But when you still got to work- find time for it. Yeah. When you work in retail, especially like I, I was just thinking about this the other day, like how horrible it was that we never like got weekends mm-hmm. off and holidays or anything so we had no sense of like the change of seasons or yeah well we did but that was only because we would get like the seasonal things in um it was you weren't like a, you know like the seasonal merchandise you weren't like right. appreciating the fact that like because you couldn't fucking go outside because we worked so much I feel like, like I worked so fucking much yeah like uh oh there's shorts in the store now i guess it's summer now yeah but although i feel like i i was living my best life during that time period because like while i did work hard i was partying super hard that's true and so i knew it was summer because i was wearing fucking halter tops and oh yeah just letting it all hang out and going to pool parties and like just i know lake days and it, oh. That that was the fun part. So um, fun. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It's like, well, also just it? adults in general, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't really get a summer. You don't get a summer like you did when you were a kid and it's such a bummer. Yeah. That's oh. true. It's like I once feel- you, once you get into the rat race, mm-hmm. every, all the magic floats away. Yeah. That's sad. I know. <sighs> but I hope, I hope some people are enjoying their, their summer so far. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, despite work. <laughs> yeah. I am because it's been very mild here in Long Beach thus far. Um, oh, how nice for you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm already making a date with my friend at your pool. Um, <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, uh, I'll run that by you later. Um, yep, yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I just like it's – it's been nice. Oh, I went to like a park concert by where you're going to live. That was very oh fun. God. We ate cheese and drank wine. And Bitch, you're, you're killing me here. I know. It's <laughs> literally 100 degrees here in D.C. with 1,000% humidity. <laughs> it's like when you walk outside, it's like you can't even breathe. It's so oppressive and oh. awful. Like I can't – you can't go outside. It's like dangerous to be outside. 
Um, like you instantly soak through your shirt. Ew. Sweat, with sweat. Um, and I don't, I like have to take Jack places when I like go outside and run errands. So mm. it's, and I don't have a car. I have to like fucking walk everywhere. So yeah. it ain't, I ain't going outside, bitch. No. Mm-mm. I ain't going outside. It's We're playing hot. inside today. Yeah. Sorry, kid. <laughs> And speaking of which, if the I apologize in advance if the air conditioning kicks on and it's loud because um, usually it's fine, you know, over the course of recording and I don't need to like blast it, but it is so hot out that it just oh is going to probably kick on so that he doesn't, you know, dive heat in his room. Yeah, yeah. Because you're in the basement area, which is or like the yeah, it's like a basement ish yeah. level but like so it's cool probably or down there but like yeah, he's upstairs yeah. yeah he's at the at the tippy top so yeah gotta Poor keep kid. him cool yeah so sorry for my air conditioning but mm. it's necessary <laughs> oh yeah we have to save that baby child yeah I, and i guess that's my fucked up of the week is just it's fucking hot man all right well let's transition to my fucked up because it is all right I'm just waiting for this. Uh, uh, oh my God. Have you seen the Cats trailer? No. Let's have you watch it now, and then I would like to hear your reaction. Okay. Here it goes. <laughs> I have it pulled up. Great. Uh, oh, my God. I don't want to see this, I don't think. Oh, you for sure it's don't? It's two, over two <laughs> minutes. Christ. <laughs> All right, it's loading. Give me a minute. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> right away. <laughs> I. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, my shit. This cannot be. Somebody <laughs> needs to be fired. <laughs> so many people. Not just fired, but put in jail. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I can't watch this shit, man. <laughs> no, you have to watch through it. I can't watch anymore. No, James Corden just came on. I can't watch anymore. Who just came on? James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part when I was watching it where I just went, Ugh. I'm done. I'm done. All right. You're not missing much else except maybe like Taylor Swift a little bit and more Jennifer Hudson scream singing. Oh, God. I don't even have the words to express how fucking dumb this shit is to me. Like, I've been reading, like, because I've been seeing it all on social media, like, people losing their minds over cats. And it's, like, theater theater people are like, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't feel bad in, like, expressing my sheer disdain and, uh, um, you know, my just overwhelming rage that this was made into a movie. <laughs> Well, listen, you don't have to feel bad because everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And it looks like it looks like atrocious. I I, it's like disturbing to me watching this right now. Like it is like upsetting me. I don't know why. It's like that, like anthropomorphized cat, like on naked bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like sexy bodies. Like, yeah, it's like leotard. Yeah, it. And it's meant to be sexy. Also, they must CGI the tails because the tails move like a cat's tail. But like that couldn't happen in a costume. Do you know what I mean? I mean so it's like all someone. The, all, this is all like CGI. Like they're all, you know, like when they're filming this, they were all on a green screen with those fucking dumb 
green suits on mm-hmm. with like the balls all over them the entire time. <laughs> there is no there's no sets. There's no it's all fucking green screen. This is But you don't think they wear the costumes? Do you, do you think they paint the no. costumes on to them after? I I think it's all CGI. Oh, I think there's some hair and makeup, maybe. I mean, maybe their their faces, but like yeah. it's, you know, I Oh, oh my God! Can I, don't I know why can this I, is so upsetting to me? No, it's upsetting. It. Also, on the tale (pun intended) of the Lion King <laughs> and how bad that looks, like physically, how bad that looks, it is like how were we all out here excited for the Lion King because it has like the best cast of a Disney movie of all time, and then I see actual footage mm. from the movie and I'm like, how did this get made? Like how yeah. it's it's I don't understand what's happening. And also, I'm sorry, but I fucking love Beyonce. She's great. She's a singer. She, that spirit video is very moving and it's a great song. And I just like love everything she's about. She cannot act. Like, that's a fact. That's just a fact. Like you, there's, it's wild. And I don't understand how someone that talented can be like reading lines so blandly. Yeah, I just I think like it depends on what she's in. I feel like she could probably do some some sort of acting in a different, you know, like put her in, in cats. Bitches. <laughs> 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 <sighs> I you know, I I just this is uh, yeah, <sighs> man. Oh, uh, but yeah. I don't know. It's wild. But I would did want to share a tweet that I saw this morning, which I just thought was so funny about James Gordon. Um, <laughs> it's this guy, Matt Apodaca from he's like a UCB uh, like talent. He's in a lot of shows yeah. at UCB. And he um, I think is a producer on Earwolf on the Earwolf Network. Uh, okay. But he uh, he just tweeted today. I think it's a little odd that we just let James Gordon do everything. Yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, why is no one pushing back? Why aren't people pushing back? Like he's fine. He's 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 fine. He's just like I don't I don't get why it's I don't know. Oh, he's like because he's British. I don't know. Maybe I he's like Perez Hilton to me in the way that like he really wants to be liked and like be part of like yeah. celebrity culture, and it's like he's very like, apparent. He's, like, very try-hard. Yeah, and he's like, I need everyone to like me, and I want to like everyone, and I want to be in everything, and just, like, ugh, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. What what are you going to do? It's, like, he's a fucking late-night host. Like, Yeah, it's fine, but, like. Jimmy Kimmel's Kimmel's the only good one. I love Jimmy Kimmel so much. Yeah. Um, Um, Also, James Corden's fat suit in – Cats is like, what? Wasn't he wearing a suit, like a fat cat suit or whatever? I literally just clicked off of it as soon as he came on, so I barely saw it because it goes his dumb fucking top hat wearing cat comes on. <laughs> like, dude, I cannot. And I and it says James Corden, and I'm like, nope, no, nope, bye, bye. We're done. We're done here. He just like as if that shit is not cheesy and corny enough. They yeah. have to have James Corden in it to just like up the, like you, it, it just like blew past camp into just like lame as fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Just like, how do we stop this? 
Yeah. Ugh. Gross. It's the Chernobyl of films. Uh, and James <laughs> yeah. Corden is the fucking meltdown. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, who let this happen? It's like every little thing had to go wrong for him yeah. to get into this film, and it did. And yeah. now we're all like, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there goes humanity. Yep. That meteor oh. can't come soon enough, I'm telling you. <laughs> 2020. Yeah, that's who I'm voting for. Uh, the meteor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, um, let's see. God, let's. should we start talking about this fucking bullshit? I don't know. Yeah. I think we're very excited about today's topic. We actually stumbled into it through. Yeah, you, you did. It was like you found this like horrifying treasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, yeah, this it's is like, like you accidentally stepped in a pile of dog shit. Yeah. And was like, ooh, that, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm, but it's like mm-hmm. golden dog shit. Yeah, because it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um. So we did – so sorry for this Patreon plug, but if you haven't checked it out, check it out. We do a bonus episode every month. There's like different tiers and you can unlock different levels of additional content that we produce and put up there and it's very fun. Um. And so we were doing a bonus episode on – um. I think anal bleaching because we mentioned that in a recent <laughs> regular episode and that also led to vaginal rejuvenation, which is wild in itself. Yeah. So we did it. We did a bonus episode on on mostly on vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah. Talked a little bit about anal bleaching. Uh-huh. But you found this uh, this topic, this person that we're about to talk about while mm-hmm. you were doing your research for the for vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so check out the Patreon if you want to hear that episode. It's yeah, um, our our we do like full bonus epi- like full episodes on our mm. Patreon that are like adjacent topics or just completely different weird stuff that we haven't like. Maybe you're like, man, I wish I'd do a, a episode on this, and maybe we have, and you just yeah. don't know it yet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we also do our Q and A's, which are really fun. Um, and commentary and episodes. Commentary episodes. We've done all kinds of fun content. So yeah, it's cool. Check it out. Um, so anyway, yeah. yeah, this led to. I was also gonna say the content is gonna be fucking out of this world once we're actually physically together because we could do like more video content and stuff like that. So it's yeah. gonna be very fun. Yeah. Uh, anywho. This dude. Okay, so we found this guy. Uh, I don't want to say he's like the godfather of vaginal rejuvenation, but he kind of is. Yeah. But uh, just because like he was doing it and he was doing things. But anyway, uh, we discovered this doctor named Dr. James Burt, a.k.a. The Love Surgeon. Uh, And that is today's topic. So, um, yeah, I mean, this guy is a nightmare. And we're going to find out why. But he basically was doing vaginal rejuvenations before that was like an actual thing. And uh, I think rejuvenation is the is a misnomer. It's the yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. term. This is literal genital mutilation. Because yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get into why that is. I mean, ob- it's pretty obvious he didn't know what he was doing. But uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> let's just say... This is one of the more fucked up things I've I've read about in a while. He was doing vaginal remutilations. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> well, and 
maybe I don't know. Maybe it came from a place. I know I don't even think it came from a place of um of no. No, this Anything. fucking guy, this fucking guy was reading the actual, like, actual, like, progressive work that, like, Masters and Johnson were doing and was, like, interested in what they were doing and then just, like, decided to do his own fucking thing with, yeah, and- with no oversight from any fucking medical boards or, like, nope. or colleges that fund this stuff or, like, actual research facilities. He just was, like doing whatever the fuck he wanted with lady parts yeah uh i think he was truly a monster i think uh his motivations were probably like uh rooted in hatred of women probably misogyny misogyny for sure sure. um and yeah he went unchecked for decades uh he thought he was doing the lord's work of making (sighs) ladies and especially new mothers uh, lady bits, nice and tight, but he was really just a, a maniac mutilating women's genitals, truly. Ugh. And he was doing it for over two decades. So yeah. really, really upsetting. Um, he, Dr. Burt was actively doing s- these surgeries for more than 20 years, starting in the mid-60s. And he did this, his like patented vagina tightening, tightening surgery on um, – a lot of new mom patients without their consent. That is the most horrifying thing I've mm-hmm. ever heard of. Because um, he was basically masquerading it as like an episiotomy post-vaginal birth. And right. then he'd be like, okay, but but little do they know he was doing things down there he shouldn't have been doing. And it caused yeah. some problems. Yeah, and uh, just like to clarify, like an episiotomy is like a pretty um, – passe thing to do it's only like done in in extreme circumstances Mm. uh they used to do episiotomies like all the time and that's when you basically snip the taint to get the baby to come out easier um it ain't coming out we gotta snip it it. coming out (laughs) yeah well it it was thought it used to be thought that it would prevent tearing but Mm. um it's actually like if you're having a normal vaginal delivery your body should be able to accommodate and you know you're gonna tear so uh i tore Um, oh god and they they just stitch you back up you heal up but you know it's yeah it's rough but with an episiotomy like it's kind of like they're just snipping it for you um Mm. but kind of a passe thing it still happens but it just depends on the doctor Mm. um at any rate this is not what he was doing he was not doing episiotomies this was a whole other Oh, oh, right. Yeah, it was like under the guise of that. Yeah, he claimed yeah. that's what he was doing right. initially, but then it just like it really, really kind of spiraled out of <sighs> out of control into something else. And look, like we wouldn't know that he was even doing this, except that eventually, of course, he wrote a book. Ugh. Uh, of course. And his book was called Surgery of Love. And in that, he claimed one of the, like, motivating factors of this, I guess, is that um, this is a quote, women are structurally inadequate for intercourse. This is a pathological condition amenable by surgery. So he was like, oh, like, women's bodies weren't made for uh intercourse like heterosexual intercourse uh so but actually as a surgeon i can actually fix this so sir i beg to differ (laughs) 
if this isn't the most narcissistic thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. I mean, maybe he had some... He had some he well he didn't have some bad sex. Somebody he was with had some bad sex and told him, "You're bad at sex." And then he just really took it as a personal mission. Right? He's like, "No, it's not me. It's not me. It couldn't possibly be." Yes, and also every other woman's. Yep. He said, I can't. This is so fucked. I he know. felt he felt the clitoris was in the wrong place and never led to orgasm. <laughs> Again, sir. I'm like, sir. <laughs> did you even know how to find one or what one looked like? like I don't think he did. Truly, he's an this man. Just because you can become a doctor doesn't mean you're intelligent. It just you- means you read all the books right and did good on tests. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like maybe his wife had an innie and he just fucked that. Like, like he just like <laughs> fucked her belly button. Do you know what I mean? And then she was like, I don't think I like this. And I don't even know if this is right. And he's like, shut up. I'm a man. I know what's up. And this is right. And why aren't you getting off on this? And she was like, oh, I have Doris, to fart. this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doris. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. What an idiot. Also, he felt um, after childbirth. Uh, women lost some of, if not all of, their ability to orgasm as a result of their vagina becoming too loose post-delivery, claiming that women's vaginas were, quote, large enough to drive a truck through sideways, end quote, after childbirth. Okay, fuck this guy off this planet. Just, (laughs) God, I hate him so much. Fuck him off this planet with his own (laughs) awful dick. Into space, space fuck him off this planet with his bad dick. I don't want to hear from galaxy. I hope he gets (laughs) fucked by an alien and turned into I don't know a space dust. Fuck this guy. I hope whatever. I hope everything's done to him that he thinks should be done to women, and he is mansplained into the heavens, baby. Bye-bye. Oh, this is all your information, sir. So why don't you fuck off into space with it? You know, I I think I need to make your pee hole large enough to drive a truck (laughs) through sideways, you fuck. (laughs) God, I hate him. Uh, Men don't know how to pee right, clearly. It's all over the floor every time I use the men's bathroom, which I've started doing because I don't care. It's a fucking toilet. Also, why is there piss everywhere all over the goddamn floor? You fucking Ugh. animals. <laughs> Specifically this one. All right. All right. Well, I, I'm i just wondering, though. Like, the first thing that came to my mind was what and how. Because <laughs> how is this man a doctor? What is he doing practicing medicine? Um, he began his medical, uh, medical career in 1945 when he graduated from the University of Rochester Medical School. Uh Apparently, and I didn't know this until I I found this at the last minute, he was uh, neither a fellow of the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, nor was he a, nor was he certified by the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology. So was he even a OBGYN? I don't even know. Nope. He was just a he doctor. He was a bus driver. And uh, yeah. <laughs> like he wandered he got, off the street. He got his medical license, but he wasn't, like, specifically trained in 
obstetrics. Mm. Like he wasn't he wasn't like under that umbrella apparently. Well, I think that just means maybe you're a specialist, which he sh- definitely should have been if he was doing he all this been. shit to like these ladies vaginas, but Right. But I get it, I guess, cuz like that makes me think, oh, my primary doctor isn't overseen by that board probably because she's right. like a regular but she could- she but could she could still do like a pap smear or whatever. Yeah, she yeah. could still check under the hood, make sure the levels are, you know, all good. <laughs> make sure your your titties are on straight and your yeah. vagina is <laughs> pumping out whatever it needs to pump. I don't fucking know. <laughs> make sure she just sticks the oil stick in there and pulls it out and goes, "Yep, looks good. Levels are good." And then she then she pulls out that little tire, <laughs> the little. <laughs> Blows a little air in there, make sure they're, you know, it's like how they like blow air into your pupils and it goes, whoop, and then, and then it's like your eye health. It's like, make sure the pressure's good down there. Bitch, I don't know what's happening to your gynecologist, but that doesn't sound quite right. <laughs> oh my God. Sounds quite wrong, actually. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, not only is he not a fellow of all that shit, he's definitely not a goddamn surgeon. He just started just doing all this. Um, between 1954 and 1966, he began experimenting, essentially, with his own techniques of episiotomies. So he was just kind of, you know, a woman's vagina was his canvas and he just went to town and, and it he was, was really jackson paula because this bitch <laughs> was fucking a mess he, he was what we it's like after he was done you'd look at it and be like what is that like what why is that did, supposed to be like why did you do that yeah uh what does this represent i don't know oh my god yeah he was doing all kinds of stuff that was like just not sanctioned not it was, it was not good. It was all bad. Oh my like, god! It's supposed to be very straightforward. Like you make a small snip, yeah. and then you 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 sew it back up, or yeah. you, you know, like if there if it's a big enough incision, yeah. sometimes it's not that bad, and you you know it doesn't need to be have anything special done to it. But you do need to put a couple of stitches in there sometimes. Like yeah. I had stitches after I had the baby, and yeah. like it's. It needs to heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to heal. But he was doing some other stuff with this. Oh, God. He was like, he was stitching up the opening of the vagina like more than it needed to be to quote unquote make it smaller and tighter. Oh, my God. (sighs) No, just leave it how it was. Why would you do that? It's like I, <sighs> I don't like I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Nobody no. nobody asked for that. Nobody wanted that. That was the thing. Nobody nobody said anything. They were like wink wink nudge nudge. Nobody did that. No, not even no, the no. husbands. Like no. And also like that's just not how it works. Like you you do something like that and it's like your body creates scar tissue and yeah. things can happen and you just don't uh, it's not it's good. also fragile down there you know like it's just fragile so yeah uh, okay but this is my question cuz this is something else he would do and i'm like how why yeah. um 
He would build up the skin tissue between the anal opening and the vaginal opening to alter the walls between the rectum and vagina. So okay. so was he like making the butthole canal bigger? Like was he like moving a wall? Like how you move a wall in a house to make one room bigger and one room smaller? Was he making like the butt canal smaller or wider and then the vaginal com- canal tighter? You know, I'm trying to like understand this. Like yeah. as somebody who's had their, you know, vagina and rectum wall actually like adjusted. T- adjusted. <laughs> Uh, and sewn, uh, I think, you know, it's, you had some work done. You had had some, some, uh, there was a mechanical problem. They had to go in there. That's what I'm saying. That's like, (laughs) they took the air pressure and then it's like, you know, and then they put it up on a, uh, all, you know, they put it up on a riser. They look in there, they're (laughs) under the hood. They're under the, they're in the back. They're under the whole thing. I mean, I, I did have a lot of air put into my like pelvic cavity. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. That's how they like make room for everything. And like, yeah. Wow. And I, so uh, another thing that happens, well, Uh and it happened to me when they put air inside of your abdominal and like pelvic cavity is it can push on a nerve that's like in your diaphragm, I think. Uh And it makes your shoulder hurt. I had the worst thing that I felt after my surgery was this excruciating pain in my shoulder from this nerve. Oh my God. uh, Like press, pressing on this nerve from all the air that was like in my stomach. I bet you that's like, I bet you that's like a um, medical trick. It's like, oh, we don't, you know, because there's like so much going on down here. They're like, let's make her shoulder hurt. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) It was excruciating. I remember like I woke up and I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about any of this shit, but my shoulder and they're like, "Uh, it's fine. And I'm like, bitch, it's not fine. (laughs) Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. They're like, you know what? Wink, wink. Well, yeah, but in a good way, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll like trigger this nerve so that her shoulder hurts. And then she's not worried about her vagina. Yeah. Well, so I'm trying to understand like what the fuck he was even trying to do. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like to keep it very separate, but like I don't know why you would do anything internally like that. Um, it's yeah. so strange. It's very, very strange why he would do that. Oh, my um, God. And, and another thing he would do, um, this is like really awful, he would remove the hood of a patient's clitoris to expose it, thinking it would enhance the pleasure of sexual intercourse for them. No. That's like, oh my God. Oh my God. That's fucking like genital mutilation. Well, and it's like not removing the clitoris. It's removing the thing that protects it because it's very sensitive. It's like. It's like taking someone's eyelids off. Yeah. Or like if you're a dude, it's like, (laughs) you know, those memes where (laughs) people post on like Twitter, like. When she keeps sucking after you nutted, <laughs> have you ever seen those? No. And it's like, it's like a like a face where it's like, because you know? <laughs> it's like it's like painful, so sensitive. Yeah, it's like, like very so sensitive. sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's oh like you know when you're at like your chonies like go up your your vagina, yeah. you know, like and it it rubs. It's like that times a million constantly without oh, your oh. clitoral. Yeah, yeah, head. yeah. That's like what he was doing oh my god like you couldn't walk you couldn't do anything you couldn't ride a bike you couldn't yeah you you sure you sure shit couldn't have sex like no 
You'd Oof. have to like, uh, you'd have to like sew a really tiny zip up hoodie to wear on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to get it a little helmet. Oh. A little clitoral helmet. Oh, poor little To protect clit. it. You know, Ugh. like, you know how some babies have to wear helmets? I don't know yeah. why. Like, Because their so. heads are flat. Oh. Yeah. And then it like smushes their head into being round? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I thought it was because well, they had like a giant soft spot or something. No, they all have giant soft spots. So That's true. It's it's so like sometimes the babies like when they sleep too much on their back or like on a, in a certain position, it gets all like mushes their head a little bit, and they have to. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like a little apricot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, this guy didn't stop there. He would also reconstruct women's genitalia, changing the angle of the vagina's opening in order to move the vagina closer to the clitoris. Which, all right. So he like cut up. I don't. Oh god! What a fucking shit face. Oh my god. He would. Uh, what? He would direct the labia majora into the vaginal opening. What? <gasps> okay, Google fuck? Maps. Like, you can't just, like, fucking make a new route. <laughs> you can't Maps. just fucking, like, decide to make a shortcut. <sighs> this is so absurd. Like, oh, my I don't. God. What is this man doing? What is this man doing? I, yeah. Uh, and he just did this, like, it started with, like, literally after he delivered a baby. Uh-huh. Um, he just, like, another thing that he was doing also, which, this is, like, the most fucked up thing to me, is he would get these patients who were kind of, like, you know, scared of whatever childbirth situation mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, thing they had going on with them. And he would get them to this point where they were totally reliant on him. I mean, he was like their comfort and he was like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure your childbirth is super painless. And he'd basically just knock them out. Like he'd give them like major, major anesthesia oh and they just like basically pass out. And then they'd wake up two days later and they'd have a baby. Well, you Oh know, my just, God. Yeah. Like this is how they used to do it was they'd like put women to sleep. Oh essentially God. and then you'd be you'd have your baby but it's like really dangerous you like need to have you need to make sure your your heart rate's constant and that you're able to work with your body to you know push the baby out yeah how do they push it out if they're unconscious they like pulled the baby out with like, oh my god oh yeah. my god geez it was, that's and it was, brutal it, and it was because like women it's childbirth birth is brutal but mm-hmm. like this guy was like i promise you you're not going to feel any pain and anytime you're like great that sounds great of course uh you know you're just willing to do whatever and you trust your doctor you trust that they're doing the right thing for you and that they know what they're doing um and anything that they say they know better than you so uh so that's what he would do is he would just like kind of get them into this like very vulnerable place you're already very vulnerable when you're about to give birth and so he would get them you know have their babies he would deliver their babies and then he would just do whatever to their vaginas afterwards like stitch oh them God. up however he wanted and this is like how he started doing all this um and of course, it was without their consent, like we've already said, and it was so, so gnarly. And women just thought, like, "Oh, this it was that's what childbirth is. Like, it's it's really supposed to be bad." And 
it's ruins me. And it's like, no, that's not what's supposed to happen. I think that that was like always the misconception. And he just did all this stuff. And he's like, I fixed you. Don't worry. Mm. And he really was just fucking everything up completely. Um, and Ugh. again, he was an obstetrician, not a licensed surgeon. Oh, my God. This man was a real Dr. Frankentwat. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly. Uh, he's just, like, fucking creating, like, these monstrous vaginas that these poor women, then when they wake up, have to, like, live with. Yeah. You know? And they they don't know what happened. That's a fucked up thing, is that, like, these women would wake up and be like, oh, my God, my new vagina after childbirth is a nightmare. I can't do anything. It's, like, smaller than before somehow. Yeah. I don't even know how this is possible. Everything hurts. I can't have sex anymore, even though it's been, like, the right amount of time. Because this man was fucking with them, and they didn't know it. Yeah. And... So all the things that happened to, like, a lot of the women that he did this to, uh, as you can imagine, had awful, awful effects for most of the women. So the surgeries that he would do caused sexual dysfunction, extensive scarring, chronic infections of the kidney, bladder, and vagina, and the need for corrective surgery in many patients. And this is all according to the Ohio Medical Board, who eventually got wind of this but not for a very long time um this procedure any kind of procedure that he did was not recognized by the american college of obstetricians and gynecologists uh which is the standard setting organization for gynecology and nor was it taught in american medical medical schools he just made all this shit up and just did it yeah Um, yeah that's the crazy thing because he's like he it's like you know, if if you were actually, like, a cutting-edge scientist or, like, surgeon and you, like, had these theories, mm-hmm. you would, like, present them to the board of, like, a college or something and with a shit ton of evidence and you'd be like, this is my theory. Um, I need to, you know, I want to test it. But you would, like, start small and you would, like, you know, you'd have to come forward with all this information. And then you would have to get willing participants who were, like – oh, yeah, like, uh, this sounds interesting to me. I'll try it or whatever. And then, you know, like, it's just, but he was just fucking doing this, like, basement surgery. Yep. It's like the, it's like the scene in the beginning of Batman. Uh, the <laughs> Which t- one? The, um, the Michael Keaton one with Jack Nicholson. One? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Remember the Joker like Mm -hmm. falls into the vat of like acid or whatever and he goes to the surgeon and the surgeon it's like a fucking basement in like gross 90s New York City (laughs) and it's like this little Russian dude or something and he just has all these like rusty instruments out and he, but he's apologetic. Okay, that guy is apologetic. He's like, I'm so sorry. I did the best I could with what I have. This was bad. Like, things were bad. And I tried. Yeah. And I'm really sorry. And I tried my best. This guy's like, oh, I did a great job. Yeah, uh, he was delusional. You're welcome just, for your new vagina, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was so wild. And so... um yeah, he just was going on doing this for so long. And if you're wondering how the fuck this just kept going, 
with no one saying shit, mm-hmm. like no colleagues, no nurses, no one in the medical community, no one was saying anything. I mean, I think people were complaining, but it was just kind of swept under the rug. Um, eventually, the Ohio, like I mentioned before, the Ohio Medical Board was wondering what the fuck was going on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 80s roll around and women started to sue this guy. Um for malpractice. So everyone was horrified and couldn't believe that no one had said anything. Well, that's only because he wrote that book. Right. Well, in the 70s, he, right? In 1975, he wrote this book. Yeah. And he admitted in the book that he just did it without right. their consent. Yeah. Which is a huge violation of like every single, like the most basic Hippocratic oath. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. Being yeah. a doctor, uh, first do no harm. So he, but he admitted all this stuff in his book, mm-hmm. but he didn't think it was bad. He thought he was right. like, like you were saying, like he was doing everybody a favor. Oh my god! Um, so, but all these women, once they realized, well, they realized immediately that they were fucked. But they, right, but they didn't know why. They didn't know they it was like because of this guy, which it was. Right. They yeah. thought it was like something had gone wrong with them and they were, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So he he was eventually investigated by the board, the Ohio uh, Medical Board, uh, and was also facing several lawsuits eventually in the 80s. And he agreed to stop performing surgery in November of 1988. And remember, he'd been doing this since like the, the 60s, essentially. Oh, my God. Uh, and then finally in December of 1988, the board uh, labeled Bert's medical conduct, quote, grossly unprofessional <laughs> or dishonest and charged him with 41 violations of ethics or, or standards. But they didn't take his license. Oh my God. He still had his medical license after all that. Grossly um, is but- an understatement because oh. it was fucking gross. What's yeah. like a synonym for gross that's like worse? <laughs> disgusting (laughs) disgusting yeah (laughs) like just awful uh he what he ended up doing was surrendering his license which helped him avoid a hearing before the state board of medicine if he if he would have had if he wouldn't have done that and he would have they would have revoked it he would have had to do this hearing and then they he would have had to give like a but like bunch of people would have given testimony and it might have provided evidence against him mm. uh for you know whatever lawsuits were, were pending um but he just he just basically escaped any kind of uh punishment for doing this that is fucking that's the worst part to me is that he he should have still been held accountable just because you're saying that you're not going to practice anymore and you're giving your medical license up or whatever. It yeah. doesn't mean you shouldn't be held accountable for everything you've already done. He should have gone to fucking prison. Yeah, he should have gone to prison. He was Dude, he was hurting people like oh my terribly. God. What um, a fucking Ugh. Well, that was that was kind of the end, but like before all that happened, um he was just like while this was ongoing, he was just he thought he was doing great work. Like yeah, he yeah. really thought he was doing it. And um Oh, he was talking about it to everyone. Fucking probably like the Today Show and shit had him on. Like for you know what I mean? He oh, was yeah. like to, he was like the doing the he was like touring the like oh, fucking yeah. he, Today Show circuit, morning show and talk show. Oh, he was he was uh he was like all in the press like people yeah. before any of this had 
you know, come out, like, how bad he had mutilated women. Like, he – people were like, this is great. He's doing a great thing for uh, for not just men but women, you know. Like, he's yeah, this is yeah. great. And it's like, nope, that's not what was happening. Uh, he He wrote medical papers about all this stuff. And he, like, he wrote this fucking book, which was, like, his – his kind of tell all about it Um, and people were like this is great in 1975 people were like this is great like the sexual revolution had happened and everybody was like on this like you know cool free love wave and everybody's doing drugs and having sex and it's just great a good time a good time Um, which is probably why playboy like did a an article like he was like featured in playboy which means like probably like half invited him out to the grotto he was probably like in he probably he was like living his life he really was like a a little bit of a celebrity and was just like oh i'm so smart of course i'm so smart like yep uh, yeah i knew i knew this was the right thing to be doing he was just riding that mediocre white man wave and just just the confidence of of this man was mm-hmm. unfounded because uh, he was really doing a lot of harm. Um, yeah, and he like after that Playboy article came out, people were got really intrigued by this, and mm-hmm. he started growing his reputation and built built a very successful practice through the like late seventies, early eighties. Um, and he fully started marketing this surgery as a sexual enhancement surgery, which brought women in who uh like they were voluntarily like signing up to have this surgery instead of just being like you know knocked out and given the surgery after giving birth without Uh. consent um so a lot of malpractice lawsuits came through and it was like it had to happen because like this was not a sustainable thing like he just like I, like I said, he had the confidence of uh, out of nowhere just because. Yeah. And that it just it – ha- the levy had to break at some point, and it finally did. I think a nurse came forward at some point and – like who was retiring, which is oh really God. sad. She didn't say something while – she couldn't really, it sounded like, because if she would have come forward to the medical board or to any – anyone that mattered in the community, uh, she probably would have been fired. So, but, (sighs) and, oh, and another thing too, like I had said before, he was, he was luring, he was kind of like getting these women to a point where they were super vulnerable. He would mostly do this surgery to women who didn't have means, who were very, you know, not necessarily, um, they were, just regular people maybe, but they didn't have any connections or didn't have any, you know, they were, they were they just like, they didn't have enough money to get a good doctor. <laughs> right. Well, they didn't have enough money to, <laughs> to afford a lawyer oh, or, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, or, yeah. To, or to like raise any kind of, they, like they didn't have connections to, uh, like they, they weren't in the community that he would – like they were just regular people and they didn't right, have right. like a million dollars. So he would avoid any – anyone who was like from means or who had a, you know, connection to anyone in, in the medical community or whatever. Yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't fuck with them. So he was doing this to like uh, basically underprivileged, poor 
just regular middle class women who had no way of retaliating, basically. He knew what he was doing was wrong, essentially. So, yeah. Again, so he something happened though because this was not a sustainable thing, and all these lawsuits started tumbling, and he got way too over his skis, and just uh, he just really fucked somebody up, and they were like, absolutely not, and yeah. the lawsuit started. Like once one person found out that another person had suffered at his hands, it all kind of snowballed from there, and he had all these uh, lawsuits rolling in, so. Yeah, and I guess that is, he was somewhat held accountable because he, like, he did have to, like, settle with a lot of these women who came forward and were like, you fucked up my vag. And then, uh, and then part of, like, the settlement was that he had to pay for their reconstruction Mm -hmm. because, like, um on their like botched vag. So uh, some opted to do it, but some were like so fucking traumatized because they just were like, no, it's a fucking mess. It hurts. I don't want to go through this again. Who knows if it can even be fixed? Like there's nerve damage and all this shit. And like, I don't even want to do that again. So those poor women just like lived with their messed up flaps because they, you know, this Hmm. is, they didn't want to go through the trauma again. And it's like, I don't blame them. No, it was so bad. And I I can only imagine, like, how your trust and confidence is completely shaken in the medical community after going through something like this. Like, I I wouldn't want to subject myself to anything. But I don't know. Like, it's it's just so, so scary and so awful that somebody was just, like, freely able to be a monster for so long. Um, Well, and I think it, like, it it just is – It just raises the point of, like we said earlier, just because they're a doctor, like, you know, doesn't mean they're looking out for you or they know all what they're talking about. It does often. I mean, they went to medical school, you know, we don't mean to like discredit or like uh, underplay their like expertise, but also that is to say, go in prepared, ask questions. I, I ask so many questions, especially before my surgery. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote a fucking page of questions. Oh, I always go in with, with, yeah, uh, you have to because, because while they know what they're doing in a lot of capacities, they're not an advocate for you. You have to advocate for yourself. They're they are so busy. They're seeing 20, 30 people a day, all with different shit, and they That's don't right. retain your specific information. So you need to make sure that you're, like, getting as much information about these people as you can. And not to mention that each doctor is going into seeing a patient thinking they're a, you know, a normal, quote-unquote, normal case. Right, right, you, right. You know the things that are variable about you. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, X, Y, and Z. That's why they ask you a million questions, but you mm-hmm. might – there might be something that your doctor doesn't know about you, like you, you know, have diarrhea when you fucking eat oranges or something that <laughs> could be – I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're on, a, on a baseline kind of wavelength when they're dealing with patients. Right. So that's – all that to say you have to be your own advocate because mm-hmm. it's it doctors are truly doing the best they can but this guy was doing the worst that he could <laughs> on purpose on purpose um it's just like he had such a uh 
God complex about oh. his own abilities and the way he thought of women uh, in general. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he disliked women. Yeah. Had, a, had bad experiences doing sex <laughs> and thought that all women because of his general experiences probably were all the same. And yeah, let me tell you something. All vaginas are different. It's like a thumbprint or a fingerprint, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They're all, they're all different and they're all beautiful and they're all, (sighs) all the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) They're all the colors of the rainbow. And how are you going to tell me that women can't, that women aren't orgasming because their clitoris is in a bad proximity to their vagina. You ever had one, sir? You ever had a, you ever had an <laughs> orgasm in a woman's body? Like you just don't know. So fuck off into space where you belong. Oh, bitch, he's in space. He is in space. Thank God. <laughs> or where he's in the in the ether somewhere because he did. <laughs> thank God. He thank was God murdered he's dead already. Because I would murder him. I would yeah, kill yeah. this man. If he <laughs> if he was alive today, I'm glad he I'm you know, I don't wish ill. No, I'm anybody. glad he's dead. You could say it. I'm glad he's dead. This guy's a I, piece of well, shit. I'm glad he's dead because I can't go to jail. I have a child. <laughs> I can't murder I can't murder this man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's for the best. It's for the best. Oh uh, God. Uh, yeah. He died in twenty twelve. Thank God. Yeah. Oh my god. Can I read some more quotes from his book? Yes. We're pretty much done here, but uh yeah. this I mean, if you didn't already know this man was a piece of shit, uh that deserved to die and with the caveat <laughs> he died naturally, so it's like everybody get over yeah, it. Fuck. Okay. Uh <laughs> he deserved <laughs> to die naturally after he was old in his old age. Okay, which he did. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> calm down. Everybody calm down, okay? I didn't wish this man harm. He's already dead. So it doesn't matter. Ugh, but God. But, okay, he wrote in his book in 1975 called The Surgery of Love, which we mentioned, that his surgery could turn his female patients into, quote-unquote, horny little mice. Mm. And he also claimed that the difference – oh, this is quoted, too. He also claimed that, quote-unquote, the difference between rape and rapture is salesmanship. Okay. You see why I'm glad this man is dead. Yeah. I would – he is he was a truly heinous person he was heinous he was grossly and i cannot accentuate that word enough he was grossly misinformed oh my god and can i read just one more quote yeah real quick it's mm-hmm. just to put the cherry on top of this shit sunday um do it bert said this about his wife who I I think he had like this was his third wife maybe um huh that's suspicious yeah his his wife who was 25 years his junior Mm -hmm. uh was among his successful patients quote Joan has climaxed in elevators from the Southampton princess in Bermuda to the Kui Lima in Hawaii he wrote more than many women do in their more than many women do in their entire lives. She climaxed in an elevator. What? I what? <laughs> I think she was writhing in pain, sir, from having no clitoral hood. 
to protect her poor, sweet little clitoris. Oh, my God. Also, like, man, she's lying to you so she could get that Gucci bag. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, yep, I climaxed in the elevator again, daddy. Now can I have your credit card? I need to go to Rodeo Drive. Don't talk about Joan like that. You don't know her life. (laughs) But if she was, good for her. (laughs) I hope she was. I know. Who cares? Suck my clitoral hood. Please don't. I would. Please don't. Oh my god. Really prefer this man stay away from. Well, I'd I'd rather suck it than cut it off. So you know what I mean. I'd rather not. Any, if I, none of the above, thank you very much. <laughs> oh my god! Oh well, this guy was bad at sex and hated women, so he mutilated their genitals to make himself feel better. Fuck. And now he's dead. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm glad he's not on this planet anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. We don't need uh, any man like this ever again to nope. exist. Bye bye. This, this plane of existence. Ugh. All right. Well, I, I need a drink now after that. That was horrendous. <laughs> Very yeah, sorry was... to have uh, have shared this man and spent any kind of time on him. But you need to know, this is why women are like, do not, like, this is why we so vehemently need uh, agency over our bodies and not yeah. another person to just tell us what is supposed to feel good or is yes. good for us. Yeah, because so, you don't know. You don't fucking know. Especially if you... clit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This clit is my clit. This clit's not your clit. So do not touch it, because this is my clit. <laughs> yes, bitch. Love, love that remix. <laughs> I love but this you, song. <laughs> I just, like, don't understand how, like, men think they understand women's bodies. It's wild to me. crazy blows my mind i don't i don't and you know what this is the difference between men and women i don't fucking pretend to know what it's like to feel like a man i don't want to know i don't want to know i am i curious yeah because sometimes i'm like what's i just wonder what it's like to orgasm outer instead of inner that's true like well that's all i got i yeah let's uh let's wrap this up because let's get out of here this is awful and i think it gave me diarrhea all right well have fun um (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Don't watch cats. Don't um, don't give them any money. No, uh, please don't. Um, but watch the trailer because that's fine. But make them think disturbing. they're gonna have a great opening. Watch the trailer a ton of times. Make fun of it, and then don't go see the movie. <laughs> oh my god. Um, follow us on social media uh, at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. Uh, yep. Check. Check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. Um, yeah. Go listen to the uh, the bonus content there. We, ha- we have that vaginal rejuvenation episode. Um, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Advocate of for yourselves. Advocate, Advocate for, yourself. for yourselves. We've said it a million times. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of yourself and it's all part of being excellent to yourself yes not each other but also do that as well yeah be excellent to yourselves and each other that's right uh can i get an amen amen all right uh fare thee well (laughs) bye-bye (laughs) bye-bye